Thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. I list some of the reasons why I'm so grateful Daryl is in my life. Also, we talk about food, the type of food we used to eat when we were kids, some of the strange combos that others find delicious. All of this, plus some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Please shop lipandclip.com for some of their cutest products for your pouty little lips. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. It's amazing we survived our childhood intact. Paula. And I feel like my boobs are starting to sag too. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 346. We are sisters who podcast, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Welcome to the truth, everybody. Okay, so let's get honest. You just sent me a link to some breaking news that the singular most artist that I despise currently is Katy Perry, and she's gotten engaged to Orlando Bloom. I can't imagine that anyone who listens to this show is obsessed with Katy Perry. No. This is a hideous engagement ring. What is this? It's like a daisy. <laughs> what is this? I don't know. And I think I read somewhere it's like estimated worth is like $5 million or something. Well, the gems are huge. They're huge. It looks like costume jewelry, though. It looks like something you buy at Old Navy. Yeah, it looks like a fun piece, like a piece for a Saturday night or something, not a like an engagement ring. This is an engagement ring? <sighs> I realize that we are probably in the minority, but if anyone ever fucking proposed to me on Valentine's Day, seriously? With balloons? That's bullshit. And it's crappy. It's, it is in poor taste. That's all I'm saying. It is in poor taste. And I know that there are listeners out there who got their engagement ring or announced a pregnancy or something like that on Valentine's Day. And if it meant something to you, congratulations. I think it's tacky. Period. I just period you know maybe they're just meant to be together because they're you know the epitome of gross like I saw a picture of them like I want to say like a few weeks ago maybe a month ago or something they were at the beach and she had like this high-waisted bikini on with like <laughs> a bikini top and I'm like what are you 80 like what is this thing <laughs> You know, and I'm like, you're dating freaking Orlando Bloom. And she's got, you know, the short blonde hair. And I'm like, yeah. you're just gross. Like, I if, don't. If you yeah. weren't famous and some guy saw you walking on the beach, they'd be like, that's disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. I How many likes did it get? Over one million likes on. Uh, and she has. OK, so she had over one million likes. and She has 75 million followers. Love wow. and light. That's a lot of followers. Well, we'll never see that. <laughs> Don't say never. You never know. Okay, fine. I wonder how many Kim Kardashian has. <sighs> I don't even care. Why? Did I you see know. what did you see what uh, Kanye did for her? Oh, she has 127 million followers, FYI. Yes, unfortunately, and I wasn't even trying to see it. I go to people.com and unfortunately they like covered it. He had mm-hmm. freaking Kenny G at their house playing something. <laughs> I'm like, who 
does that okay first of all it wasn't just kenny g he yes kenny g was playing a music in an empty room which i'm sure everyone's seen with every inch of the floor covered in glass vases with a single rose in them so he couldn't leave that's he couldn't move (laughs) he was just stuck in this empty room playing his music and i'm thinking how much did that really cost it couldn't have been that much What's his what's his appearance fee? 40, 50 grand? But who wants Kenny G? I mean well, maybe they have a thing. We don't know. We don't know their life. But I just thought it was hilarious. And you know what? When she panned over to Kanye's face, he looked like, isn't this hilarious? Like he didn't even look at like, do you love this, honey? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's an awful lot of money for a joke. I think that if anybody has fuck you money, it's Kanye West. So For what though? I mean, I just don't know what we don't understand that level of wealth. We just don't. But I mean, it. I just don't know what. I mean, a gold digger was a good song, but geez. I mean, <laughs> maybe the stuff he's done afterward, I just. Well, his fashion line and yeah. uh, all of that. I'm sure there's other things we're not aware of that he does. So. You want to know an interesting fact? I, this, is, this is funny to me. When she got married to Kanye West. Kim walked down the aisle to Andre Bocelli. Mm-hmm. Was he really Ave, there? I believe so. Seeing Ave Marie. But also, I think he was seeing Conte Partio, mm-hmm. which actually means time to say goodbye, which it's actually a song about like... Death? No, like saying goodbye or I'm leaving or... That's weird. Know. I don't think that they knew that. Well, if they, well, they may, but it was saying goodbye to their past life or something. Like this no, is a new it's beginning. just a pretty song. Well, I'm sure Andrea Bocelli is amazing. Yeah. Anyway, back to Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. You deserve each other. I look forward to the divorce. It'll be an interesting wedding. I'm sure she'll throw that ring in his face. That horrible, ugly ring from the '60s. I don't even know what I would say. Well, if it's anything like how you responded to your birthday present when you turned 30, I'm assuming you're like, you know, I did tell you that I liked jewelry, but wow, this is something. This is definitely something. An unwrapped gift the night before my birthday. I've been there. When our mother was given a ruby and diamond ring for an anniversary and she... Oh, no, it was sapphire. It was not. It was a ruby. And she called me and said, it's a man's ring, Jamie. It's a man's <laughs> ring. And I said, That's are you sure? That's not the one she wears t- currently, right? No, the one she wears currently, she chose herself. Why didn't she pick a diamond, for God's sakes? Probably because it has diamonds in it. It's just the, the main gem is a sapphire. My guess is that, you know, second wedding, she wanted something a little unusual. I think she was trying to keep it in the same price range, but... Well, the ruby ring that wasn't her wedding ring it was for some it was just a gift Mm -hmm. she was able to take of course take it back (laughs) get i think she ended up getting a necklace or earrings mom never keeps a gift she always takes them back i stopped giving our mother gifts many years ago many years ago because i know how this goes i know how this goes down same reason why when she used to try to buy me clothes for work and i would look like a nun I, yeah, it's either a navy or black skirt. Oh no, she that had goes me get below the knee. I had a smart brown skirt that went below the knee, and I'm like, "What? What is this? Like, who am I?" 
you can wrap it up in any modest skirt you want. Most people are going to look at me and go, you don't belong in those clothes. Of course <laughs> you, not. You clearly don't wear those normally. So. They'd be like, who dressed the whore? What's going on? <laughs> exactly. It's like, we can see your red lace bra under that <laughs> right. very finely tailored poplum shirt that you've My got buttoned God. up to the neck. <laughs> I, I look like a nun, a real nun who's walking around on her off day. I mean, I can't tell you how, when I, after I left the house, how many clothes I had that lo- made me oh look my. like a flight attendant. <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> I can't tell you how many outfits I had in my car to change into. <laughs> when I mean, we, I mean, first of all, kids do it. Well, maybe they don't do it so much now because parents are kind of like, you can wear whatever you want. But which is why the schools have had to come down real hard on dress code. Because yeah, really. parents just don't parents care. Are just like, I don't care if you want to show your boobs, go ahead. I mean, that's pretty much how it is. Really quick, I wanted to tell you, um, thankful for Daryl always, of course, because he's somehow endured my existence and my children's existence for so many years and my Mm -hmm. family as well. And he has not run screaming. Somehow he thinks it's all worth it. It's crazy to me how he thinks that, but he does. He must think there's like a pot (laughs) pot of gold at the end of this, you know, decrepit (laughs) rainbow or something i'm sure at night before he goes to sleep he goes there has to be a meaning to all of this there has to be a reason that i'm sticking it out there's got to be a reward somewhere he says are you there god it's me margaret (laughs) (laughs) it's been 20 years since my last yeah so no we we make him happy though and we're very well as you know we are full of surprises Mm -hmm. never never the the normal family But I was thinking a couple of things have happened over the last couple of weeks and I wanted to tell you about them, but I'm just going to kind of give you all in one glut because Daryl actually came in and saved the day. And I was so grateful because although I can do it all myself, I don't want to. Sure. The first one was something that I actually potentially couldn't deal with. We went to sushi. There's a sushi bar on the next town over that's open till midnight. Oh. If we're bored or we want to go do something, but we don't want to like get all dressed up and go out, out, we'll hit the sushi place. And it's actually kind of a cool place. So we'll go in and we'll order some stuff and we'll just have a beer and just chill. And so we were leaving and it was when all this rain started a couple weeks ago, really cold and rainy. So we're leaving. It's like 1130 and we're right parked in the front, but kind of a little, a few cars down. And there is a very unstable person in walking along the the walkway of this play the strip mall essentially there's a grocery store and stuff and he's behind us now i'm aware of danger before uh, anyone else is usually and i was like okay there's a guy behind me and i you know if he comes running behind us we're we're really in trouble well he's screaming too what's he's what's he saying not words he's basically speaking in tongues I can't understand okay. what he's saying. He's so clearly he's, he's crazy. He's he is uh, yes crazy and disheveled and I assume homeless. Uh, but he didn't have much with him, and it's raining, so he's staying dry under the un- overhangs of all of these buildings. And so I'm walking swiftly, and I since we get to the car, I make the big mistake of making eye contact <laughs> because I've never I haven't come across someone that close in a while. It's mm-hmm. been a while. I've come across crazy people, but it's not like this. Daryl is like, just don't just don't pay any attention to him. I'm like, how can you not pay attention to him? He's literally three feet away from us screaming at the top of his lungs. He's like, just keep walking. So we get he starts talking about Santa and trees. And so we I get in the car and I'm looking at him and he starts making his way to the car. Oh. And I was like, oh, shit. Now we're in the car. But what if he has something and he can break the window? 
And so we get in the car and I said, go, you need to go. And he's like, he's harmless. He's not going to do anything. He is just crazy. And I said, you don't know these crazy. He goes, I see crazy people every day in San Francisco. He is harmless. I, I said, hope well, while you guys were having this conversation, he was starting the car and putting it in reverse. We were driving. Yeah, we okay. were backing out. We were backing out. And the second we moved, he was still standing there yelling, but then he started to walk. He's like, those okay. those guys are so in their head. He's like, he, we probably don't even look the way we look to him. We're, we're probably something else. Like a and spaceship. Like, yeah, we could have been animals. Pad. I mean, who knows? And I said, wow, that's really terrifying. And I said, well, this is exactly why it's so dangerous for for women to go out alone after a certain hour, <laughs> especially in that town where we were. it's There's a lot of homeless people. I wish there was a way to resolve it. Okay, so then a couple of days ago, someone hacked into my email, my Comcast I got email. an email from you. No, was it you or Stephanie? It was probably me because it was like 7.30 at night and I was checking my email and I had like over 100 bounce backs from all these random emails that they weren't even like real emails. They were like weird. And so I said, that's odd. And Daryl goes, it was like a gibberish email or something like that. Yeah. And he goes, did you see all these? And I go, yeah, what happened? He goes, did you send out something? I'm like, no. So he went online and he went to Comcast. They had already frozen my account and they said, you've been hacked. And so we we froze your email. Daryl had to actually call. And they had to talk to a real life person to ensure that we were the, you know, he had to give them whatever information to ensure that we knew that we were being hacked and all that stuff. And they said, this was such a sophisticated hack that there, there's nothing you could have done just online. You would have, you need to call and we need to reset everything. And so I'm like, why would they pick me? <laughs> like, I don't have anything, but it's just random. And they just, if they can get into any, they will use it to see if it'll work. And then they start hacking everybody. So they stopped it in time. But honestly, Paula, to sit there at eight o'clock at night talking to a Comcast rep about a hacked email, I would rather eat glass. Yeah, really? Daryl did it. Thank God. Thank God. I was so glad. I was like, God, I just, one less thing that I have to worry about. It's like math. He's doing my math homework essentially so grateful honestly yeah i hate doing things like that oh it's the worst well you know what i hate doing stuff like that so much that i just keep my life really simple you know i just i don't get into the big packages that you know telecommunications companies have i just like look i just i would be perfect for metro pcs because it's like i just want the phone and i just want to be able to play my game and log into social media occasionally and that's all I need. I don't need everything else, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I'm the same way. Everyone, in fact, when I give people my email address, mm-hmm. they're shocked. You're like, you have an AOL still? <laughs> I'm just like, I do. Well, what's funny is whenever I have to send you something, I'm like, does she still use this? Or does she have like a new one? Because this no. seems so archaic. But if it works, what does it matter? Well, I mean, it hasn't stopped me from doing anything. So no. they just go, oh, she's old. Yeah, I'm, I am. <laughs> oh well who cares i'm a relic who cares and then the other thing is my car what happened to it now nothing your car's not even that old it's seven years old so there was some weirdness going on with the gauge uh my oil gauge so we took it to we took it to the dealer daryl likes to use the dealer for some reason so we went there and they said we finally replicated the problem because it was this intermittent issue so the thing is, on my car, the driver's seat is the going forward 
on the electrical adjustment thing is broken. So you can only move up, down, and backwards. You can't move forward. Oh. It's in this locked, it's in this position so that I can actually reach the pedals. So whenever he takes it to any mechanic to do anything, there he's he puts a thing, he's like, do not adjust the seat. Well, Ford adjusted the seat. Oh. I was so fucking pissed. I couldn't believe there was even a sticky note that they had put on the wheel or on the driver's seat that's like, do not adjust the seat. They adjusted the goddamn seat and oh guess what? It cost thirteen hundred dollars to fix the seat, by the way. Because you had to pay for that? No, we didn't pay for anything. Oh. No. They're like, well, we tried to get it back to the original position, but the track is broken, but we can replace it for you for $1,300. My God. And I said, this is exactly why people don't take it to the dealer. Shit like this. But Daryl's dealing with all of it. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> Victor can't even get in the car without adjusting the seat first. Yeah. Daryl has just come to terms with the fact that his knees are going to hit the thing. Right. now he's actually he's quite comfortable right now because he can he can drive it comfortably i however have to wear platforms to drive my own car and so now every time i get on i get angry every time i drive victor's car i can't even reach the pedals when i get in i have to like pull the seat all the way forward yeah and then if i want to see out i have to pull the steering wheel down (laughs) you're like okay here we go (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely a, a size difference. Anyway, so thank you, Daryl, for being in my life so I can you can do all the math that I don't want to do. Okay, so I saw this really funny article that had somebody tweeted a question and then all of these people responded with the weird crap that they their their weird food eating habits when they were in at home, usually as kids, and how they didn't realize it was weird until they got older. Yes. Okay, so I don't know, did you see that article? No, I didn't, but okay. I saw what you had posted, and then I started to think of all the weird things that I used to <laughs> right. eat. That was so here. Weird. So here are this. Here are some that I found particularly unusual, and I mean, in my personal opinion, revolting. And then I started thinking about some of the ones that I had. Um, this one, uh, my dad raised me to butter my pop tarts, and I had no idea that was asinine until someone saw me do it in college. Butter, butter a pop tart. Yes, the, even the frosted ones, apparently. That's like a, that sounds like a southern thing or something That's, like that. Listen, anything with but- butter, generally speaking, is probably not anywhere. You know what I mean? It's it's usually somewhere where the diet consists of a lot of heavy foods. Is my thought. With the exception of me, I used to eat butter sh- like straight from the cube. <laughs> so did Stephanie. In fact, this one reminded me of her, and I thought, God, this could be this could be us. My sister and her friend would just mix a big bowl of sugar and butter while chanting sugar, butter, sugar, (laughs) butter, until they ate it all and lost their minds. Oh, God. (laughs) Listen, sugar, butter dipped in sugar is good. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, when you cream butter and sugar for cookies, is that not the most delicious? No, it is. Stuff. So I can see that. But I mean, how do kids decide? that's my question it's like discover yeah decide that this is something we're going to do and try and eat it's so funny um this one was weird but maybe not i don't know uh my mom's side of the family dips grilled cheese in syrup oh that's weird (laughs) that is weird to me but if it's like like heavily grilled with buttery crunchiness i can see because people do it with chicken fried chicken they put honey or chicken and waffles with with syrup all over it so i can see that possibly happening I guess if you like the salty, sweet mixture. Right. Okay. This is something I think that 
I don't know if you would do it, but it's something that I feel like could happen in our house when we were kids. Okay. Dry ramen noodles. Sometimes okay. I would take a pack, separate the two chunks and put Vienna sausages between like a sandwich and eat it. <laughs> no, that's something Victor would do. Ew, I can really? definitely see it. He's, uh, he was always about the Vienna sausages. But in, in between the two freeze-dried packs of the noodles is bread? <laughs> I, I could see it. I, mm. I don't put anything, anything that's disgusting food-wise, mm-hmm. I don't put, put past him. My dad raised me on a dish called bologna dunkers, which is just... <laughs> that sounds like a single father food. <laughs> I, I, wait till I finish. Which is just eating a package of bologna and dipping it into a bowl of ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> bologna dunkers yes my wife was not abused so wow. ryan and victor they like to for breakfast mm. they like to fry a piece of bologna oh that's so old school and then like you know make hash browns and eggs and stuff like that so they eat it like it's bacon or something i think some i think a fried bologna sandwich is pretty common i think people like that I doubt. I am not a fan of bologna no. in any way whatsoever. Be- having had to have eaten it a lot as kids because we were poor, I don't ever even look at the bologna. I don't even know if they sell it anymore. I never look for it. Never. Bologna? Yeah. Of course they sell bologna. I hate bologna. That's why. That's my point. I, is like I literally, bologna. I visually block it out of my brain. Well, you were a baby when all we had was bologna on bread. Yeah, it's I like, like all bologna we and ate. cheese sandwiches. Ugh, not me. Well, and but it's only a child. It's a childhood thing. Yeah. Eating frozen blueberry ego waffles. That's not uncommon. Frozen, though? Oh, please. You used to eat frozen ego waffles. You'd walk I around mean, and gnaw those things. But toasted, though. No, you would eat them frozen. That's gross. Oh, I don't know what to tell you. You are. But you did. As a kid, you would eat them frozen. Ugh. Okay. And then somebody else says they eat frozen fish sticks, like still frozen, unthawed, and unheated. That's you disgusting. get like salmonella from that or no i think they're cooked and then flash frozen i think that's how they sell fish sticks now you know this i one... struggle with fish sticks period there's just something about them i don't know i we used I... to make them for the kids yeah until they just they said they didn't like them and i'm like good <laughs> i don't like cooking them yeah you know what i we phased out of fish sticks as well we went we moved on to actual fish and yeah. uh, even moved away from chicken nuggets at one point yeah there's yeah, they're really processed and there's so much bread on those things. I just, yeah, I don't like it. And, and when you're baking them, there's just a strange smell. It's and chemically, it's chemical. I don't like them either. I'm with I'm, you. I'm getting nauseous just talking about it. <laughs> okay, well, here's something. When bronies, when bronies. <laughs> Are you okay? I told you I have a migraine. Shut okay, up. Okay, you're just struggling. I am struggling. When brownies come out of the oven while they're still hot, We'd put like three of them in a cup of milk until you could spoon out lukewarm brownie and milk soup. <laughs> I can't believe you're reading that one. Why? <laughs> Jamie. I, I know. I know. Move we on have to the thing- next one. Okay. Well, that's all I have, but I have some okay. of my own. Okay. My favorite thing, and I even crave it to this day, but because Daryl gets so vomitous, <laughs> I won't purchase, I won't do it unless he's like out of town. Okay. Cottage cheese with salt and pepper, and okay. I use Frito-Lays to dip it. Oh, okay. Frito-Lay chips. I love the super cold cottage cheese with the warm, super crunchy, salty Frito-Lay chips. It's like my favorite thing to eat. I just, I never do it because everyone goes, oh my God. It's like dipping your sandwich in syrup. 
Nobody That's wants to so see that. Interesting. So when I was single mm-hmm. and and I don't know why I don't do it now, but I think it was just a single thing. Yes. I would make myself like a little steak and then I would get cottage cheese and put it on the side and then I would put a one sauce on the steak and mm. let it kind of drizzle over into the cottage cheese. Ooh, and so- then I would pour myself like a glass of beer. <laughs> And then I would totally eat that for dinner. Okay, grandma. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> well, that's, I don't know what it is. Nobody likes cottage cheese, but me and you apparently, but. Well, mom does, but. She does. Well, you know, I was telling, I wrote it on the notes, but remember when we would, we would get salsa and mom would put a dollop of sour cream in it. I remember, uh cream cheese for some reason but oh was it cream cheese that she did that with that would even be more interesting i think you're right i think it was cream cheese and then so it'd be uh, there'd be a dollop of whipped cream cheese and then spicy salsa and then chips and we would inhale it i can't believe inhale it a product that had dairy in it but not to mention that after a while when it starts to kind of slither into the red stuff and it looks kind of like white i don't know Pink. We ate it, man. You know what? I can I can honestly tell you that I do recall going, okay, I've had enough of this. Yeah, like when it gets too... When like, it gets too pink looking. Yeah. That's kind of when we stop. <laughs> like <laughs> we've reached our therapeutic limit. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing when everything's fresh. It's quite another when Allison's grabbing a chicken, <laughs> getting the last of it. It's like, all right, you can have the rest. I'm sure, I, I'm sure it was a contest to see who could be the first to say, you can have the rest of it, Allison. I wonder how many the rest of Allison's things she got. <laughs> you know what? Our dad would eat anything. Oh, God. Literally. He, he would. would. I'm it's sure he'd be like, why? That's still good. <laughs> yeah, I can't with that. I can't with that. He would take everything and mix it with scrambled eggs. Oh, God. You know what? But he, this is a man who loved menudo. I had <sighs> to make it. I remember one time he put like spaghetti noodles with scrambled eggs and I'm like, dad, what? Like, really? What is his, what does he think eggs is the cure-all for anything? I guess when you're married to our stepmother, <laughs> you'll, you'll do pretty much anything to get, to, to dry out the flavor of whatever she made you eat the night before. I remember one time when I, when I used to uh, live with him in Tennessee for like that few months and I had mm-hmm. made like spaghetti one night and he's like, wow, this is really good. He's like, when you've gone so long without good food, you know, and, I, oh my and Wendy God. was sitting right there. He didn't, he never cared what of those Of course he thought. didn't. He didn't care. I remember when he, when he came back for his final tour to see us all. And I made, um, I made like prime rib and all the sides Mm -hmm. and we had wine and everything. First of all, our dad got hammered because he hadn't had wine in so long. I thought you made margaritas, but I could be wrong. Oh, well maybe, but I, we definitely had a really nice bottle of wine. And when all was said and done, he had so much indigestion that night because he hadn't eaten that well he ate so much he made himself sick (laughs) because he hadn't had a decent meal and who knows probably a decade probably oh god probably three decades he went from one bad wife to the next (laughs) seriously you know what it's hard it's hard to have sympathy for someone like that yeah okay so when i was in grade school i think i was in fourth or fifth grade my friend dina and i became like sister best friends we were the best of friends Mm -hmm. and i it was the only house i was allowed to spend the night at so she had introduced me to something that i don't eat it to this day because i really try not to eat a lot of bread Mm -hmm. but we would eat pickle and cheese sandwiches on dark rye bread 
that's weird and it would but it had to be like just a i mean just a suggestion of mayo on the bread because i hate mayonnaise but just enough to kind of get everything to stick you know so that it didn't just fall out like dry and we would eat them it w- they were so good and then the other thing she introduced me to is she would pour kool-aid into these plastic like uh coffee mugs like mm-hmm. big like soup mugs She'd pour Kool-Aid in and put them in the freezer and freeze them all the way. And then we would eat them with a spoon, like slushies. Wow. Yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah, those were so good. I I would never do it now, of course. but it, And it was Kool-Aid, so it was like, there was always like this slick layer of sugar on top. And <laughs> yes. So bad for you. So bad. I and then know. Mackenzie, she doesn't do it anymore, but she used to eat mashed potatoes and she'd get ligonberry jelly. Or jam, which is what? basically ling- lingonberry is a Swedish berry, and it's the most delicious jam you've ever had in your life. And wow. so we would we would buy it, and uh, she would mix it with her mashed potatoes. That is weird. And M- Natalie used to get so s- she would get like visually ill, and she's like, <laughs> "Mom," or she'd be like, "Jamie," she's like, "Mackenzie is eating her pink vomit again in front of me." <laughs> I'm like. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. Mackenzie, turn, go somewhere else and eat your pink vomit. I don't know. Oh, (laughs) my God. Do your kids not eat weird shit? I don't know that Olivia eats anything weird. She's just gross how she eats, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, she just bothers mostly her brother. And then, (laughs) you know, he's like, Olivia, that's gross. You know, (laughs) stuff like that. He has a Stephanie disorder. I know they just they bother each other they're they're at that (laughs) phase where everything they do is gross but then everything's annoying but then on the next hand you know she'll be laying on him and then she'll be like talking to him she'll be like say it say it you know and like and then he's like Olivia your breath stinks you get off me (laughs) so (laughs) you know stupid things like that but um I mean I don't know do you have any other weird I mean now with your gluten issue you probably don't eat weird stuff anymore well, when I was little, I mm-hmm. used to eat, like I said, I would used to eat like those, the butter when it came in like the rectangle cube. Yes. I would eat the butter right off of that. And mom <laughs> yes. says, she's like, Paula, were you eating the butter again? I'm like, no. And there's then she bite would, marks in the she's butter. Like, there's little teeth marks in here. <laughs> <laughs> then, and who was the one that would stick their finger in the tub of butter? That could have been Stephanie. Stephanie, yeah. I think she would do... Oh, you know what I used to do? I used to take spoonfuls of the Hershey cocoa powder and eat it. God. That you stuff wanna, didn't even taste like chocolate. It did. And you know, because she would make chocolate milk with it and stuff. And you know what? Oh, that one. I was thinking of the unsweet. No, 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 no. Well, one time she chocolate. did buy it. I wonder if she did it just to trick me. Because one time she did do that and it was like eating dirt it, it was, was the worst flavor ever. And I'm but you know what? When children aren't allowed to have sugar, they find right. a way. They find a way. And I found a way. <laughs> I remember there was a giant Hershey bar up in the cupboard <gasps> and we didn't realize it was unsweetened. And so oh. we all thought it was like score. So we yes. all split it up and we took bi- bites and we're like, Oh, what is this? <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> I used to eat ketchup sandwiches. I don't oh, know if you, you remember did. that. Yes, you did. It was just bread with ketchup on it. And I that was like my favorite thing. I don't know why I used to eat those all the time. But <laughs> I don't know. We're weird. Well, everybody's got their weird things, you know? Everyone's yeah, I guess when things. you need a snack, you just eat. The, I mean, my kids, you know, they don't make 
but I guess we were just forced to make things, you know? Yeah, you know what? There, Well, when we were growing up, our mother did not do processed foods at all. Yeah, there was no snacks. I mean, I don't so. know about you, but I've carried on the mantra. It's like, there's nothing to eat. I'm like, there's eggs, there's chicken, there's peanut butter, there's sandwich, there's turkey in the fridge. There are things to make. There is food to eat in this house. Yeah, we have plenty of things that they can make. I mean, no, they just want Olivia- something fast. Well, I mean, I get Olivia those little macaroni and cheese cups so she can make those if she wants. Mm. Or Ryan, he can he'll make whatever he wants. God forbid, should anyone make a sandwich? But, oh, God forbid! Yeah, know. I when I was a kid, I remember distinctly getting a carrot stick, like a true a whole ass carrot, mm-hmm. wrapping it in a lettuce leaf, and doing salt and pepper and eating it. That was my snack. That's pretty pathetic. Well, you know, our mother was a hippie. I mean, we had yeah. carrot. We thought cho- carob chocolate was chocolate. It's God's fruit. We had God's candy. Oh, which God's was, candy. I mean, God's candy, which was dried apricots and apples. No one. I mean, we were the gassiest kids in the school. I'm sure. <laughs> no wonder we all have stomach problems to this day. <laughs> Too much fiber. But yeah, we definitely. You get creative when you don't have easily accessible snacks you You can make up your own stuff you can only eat so much ramen noodles you can only eat so much ramen noodles this coming from the person who would eat ramen noodles every day who was it that would eat dry pasta stephanie would she eat just sticks and sticks of dry pasta yeah she was the one that you know was able to alter the taste by lighting them on fire too Mm -hmm. she although i think she just wanted to light them on fire yeah, she had a thing for fire, and she's also the one that smoked cinnamon sticks. <laughs> she's so then weird. we learned to smoke a lot of things, like you know, yeah. taking a a post-it note and wrapping it, uh, wrapping bay leaves in there. We did do that. That's and true. Then go on the side of the house and smoke it. <laughs> it's amazing we survived our childhood intact. Honestly, when I yeah. think about it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, well, let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. You know, I don't, unfortunately. It's been kind of a, I wouldn't say a bad week. It's just been kind of a a hectic week. Awkwardless. I did have a job interview, well, a a phone screen this week, but. Yeah. I can't believe that didn't come to fruition. Did you reach out to her? I did, and I have heard absolutely nothing. I don't, I don't get that. You know, it's like a good, you think you had a good first date and then they never call. Well, especially when they said, you know, I want to see you again. (laughs) Why do they do that if they're if they don't want to just say, well, thank you for your time. Goodbye. Like you unless I mean? someone else came along that was better. But then if that happened, then you'd think that they would, would at least reach especially out if you reached out to them like yeah. later, they'd be like, you know what? I just don't think this is going to work out or, or you, you know, know what? I've met that, someone else. Or, right. It's like, well, you know, my ex came back to me and we're going to try to make things happen. You know, anything. Any kind I just, of excuse. I don't understand, especially because they're in my field. They right. know how important it is to let people, people know. know. I know. I know. I just, I don't understand. It's so frustrating. Well, what's frustrating is, I mean, it's been a long time for me, but it is frustrating when you think things went really well and there's a promise of a contact and then crickets. That's really know. crazy weird. Unless, of course, this is exactly why she's looking for somebody because there is no one to do the follow up. You know what I mean? Maybe. I mean, that's possible. 
I don't know. I wouldn't completely write it off, but obviously I would continue no, I am. I Obviously. Mean, I'm, I'm, I'm moving right along, of you know. Of course, of course. Still, but I'm just, you know, I'm just disappointed is all. It's a frustrating thing to hear, everyone's hiring and everyone's got jobs. And then you're like, really? Well, where are they? Because I'll do it. Yeah, where are these jobs? Well, I mean, yeah, there are a lot of jobs out there that pay, you know, $15 an hour. Who can live on that? No one. I mean, I'm, no, no. Minimum I mean, maybe, wage is eleven dollars an hour. Yeah. I mean, come on, don't act like fifteen is doing anybody any favors. <laughs> Not when you're spending half of it on daycare and food and rent. And it's like, oh, I have. You $10. couldn't even pay rent on fifteen dollars an hour. No, not, I mean, not what without a, name roommates. an apartment where I could live at that you know off of fifteen dollars. Oh hour. my god, it's I'm not going to be in any neighborhood that I want to live in. Well, even so, okay, you okay? Nobody who knows what I'm talking about will understand. But everybody's got the street in their city or their neighborhood. Sayonara Drive. Oh God. <laughs> okay. So Sayonara Drive, which is probably the mecca for any and all criminal behavior in this area. I don't know if it's the same, but I'm pretty I'm pretty damn sure it hasn't changed much. Those two bedroom apartments are going for fifteen hundred a month. Are you joking me? I am not joking you. And I went in a million years. I will never put my children in that street. I wouldn't even live on that street. I would hook on the street to make more money to live in a better neighborhood than to ever spend any kind of money on those slumlord apartments on Sayonara Drive. And every city in this country has a Sayonara Drive where you do not go there at night. You just find another way. I can't, but I pay 1700 for my house. I know you're lucky. That's like, that's <laughs> don't insane. ever. I mean, it's insane. You're right. It is insane. It's and crazy. then Ryan says to me the other day, he says, well, have you thought about trying something else? And I'm like, I have. And he says, well, why don't you do that? And I said, well, because I said it doesn't pay what I need it to pay. Right. Because he, he keeps asking me, why don't I do like Postmates or, you know, DoorDash or something like that just to make <laughs> extra money. Because you lose said, money because of the gas. And I'm like, it's not that I, 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 don't, I don't need extra money. I need real money. Yeah, and this so, isn't to pay for but he, Christmas. But he doesn't understand. And so well, that's kind of a, it's a good thing in the sense that he doesn't need to worry about paying bills mm-hmm. <laughs> or anything. I know I know of parents who tell their children all the dirty details of the budget and their job and how much money they need and how stressful it is. And those, that generally stresses children out. Right. You know, I've I've had kids say, well, my mom said her job, this or that. And I'm just like, how do you even know about that? Like, why right. would you know about that? That's terrible. But luckily, your kid doesn't need to know what it costs to live yet. No, I just need him to focus on school, for God's sakes. At least... Please. Okay, here's my ugly and awkward moment. It's really quick. It's all right. I have gotten back into working out because I find that if I can at least work out, because I really slacked for a while. And what I've noticed is that um, my anxiety gets really bad and then I start getting depressed, which is very common. And so, well, it is what it is. And so if I can just continue to keep the heart rate up, you know, I already eat pretty good. I don't abuse anything. So if I can just get my heart rate going, do a little yoga at least twice or three times a week, I'm good. So I'm trying to get back into it. And it's really freaking hard because nobody likes to exercise. It's the worst. So the workout clothes that I have are for outdoor use or indoor use. So the outdoor ones, they everybody has thumb holes now. 
thumb holes? Yeah, like a sweatshirt or a... Oh, right. Okay. You know, there's a little hole for your thumb. And I assume it's so that it keeps your hands warm when you're outside running or it keeps it from hiking up when you're doing like equipment or whatever. I like them personally. Yeah. So I was wearing yesterday, I was wearing it and I had to pee. <laughs> so I went pee and I forgot that I had put my thumbs in the thumb hole. Oh, no. So I went to grab some toilet paper to, you know, wipe. And I, <laughs> I luckily... I mean, I didn't have to change my shirt or anything, but I didn't realize till I was mid down going, oh, my God, I was going to literally, I was, I'm like, my thumbholes, I'm going to rip, I'm going to wipe myself with my own shirt if I, if I don't change this immediately. That is not the first time, by the way. That is oh, not the first no. time. I wonder if that's a common thing. I don't have a thumbhole sweatshirt. Olivia does, which reminds me, I have to wash it today. I had a big brown stain on the front when the she purple went to one? school today. Yeah. I bought her that. Yes, she loves it. She wears it all the time. So cute. But I've realized I need to start doing something. I need to start exercising because my butt and my thighs are starting to feel like mashed potatoes. They atrophied. (laughs) I I think they like and it just happened all of a sudden. Like ever since I turned 40. Suddenly they're like, oh, no, no, no. Like I feel it. And I'm just like, if a guy grabbed my butt right now, he'd be like, what the fuck? He's like, ooh, (laughs) Play-Doh. I wish that at least Play-Doh has a certain hardness to it. Mine feels like a cotton ball. Oh, God. It's like, ooh, cotton ball. They're going to start calling you uh, Peter Cottontail. (laughs) God. Here comes Peter Cottontail. God, literally Cottontail. And I feel like my boobs are starting to sag, too. You know what? I went through that, too, where I felt like my boobs were sagging. But what are you going to do? I mean, it is what it is. I'm just now I'm like, I'm thinking I'm just going to bypass the fillers and just go straight to the hard stuff. That's true. I have not one fan of surgery in my family. They're like, if you died on the table because you were vain, we would never forgive you. I'm like, all right, well, I'll put it on the back burner for now. And I don't really feel like I need surgery yet anyway. I mean, I've done all right. I mean, I guess if something happened, I was single again, I'd probably revisit it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I mean, if a a guy wants to see you naked and you let him, my guess is he's not going to be looking at you like, you know, you could use a little lift. I sure hope not. I think he's going to be grateful that somebody is letting him see them naked. So... A movie yeah. that I absolutely hate, but watch whenever it's on for the most part because I like mm-hmm. the scenery is Eat, Pray, Love with oh, Julia Roberts. I know. I, listen, I mean, I, I've seen it, but I know what you're talking about. It's She's in Italy and it looks fun and I want to go to Italy and meet it does, Italians and then and she goes eat. to Bali or whatever that place is Yeah, it's is beautiful called. there. And so I'm like, oh, I, lo- I love that these locations are so beautiful and romantic, of course. But when she's in Italy and the girl was like, I need new jeans. Nothing fits. I've been eating too much. And she's like, she's like, OK, so have you ever had a guy look at you naked and decide, no, I don't want to have sex with you? No, of course not. They fit the lottery. They they get to be mm-hmm. naked with a woman who's be- who they already liked and was beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, that is true. So true story. If I'm getting laid, do I really need to make a bunch of modifications yet? I don't. Think I still so. think a guy would freak out a little, though, if you weren't shaved. Oh, you got to keep it trim. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't look at that and be like, hey, I hit the lottery. They'd be like, hey, full bush. <laughs> right? Like, what is this? All right. 70s? Old school. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. Keep it trim, ladies. I actually had this discussion with my with my daughter. I said, look, I don't know what your situation is. <laughs> I said, but keep it trim. Just keep it trim. That's all I'm saying. 
Don't go nuts, oh but you know. Hey, you oh, gotta shit. tell someone's gotta tell you, or you just walk around thinking it's okay. I mean, look, no, women, women can do whatever they want. First of all, women can do whatever they want. I'm not talking about that. But if I ever found a gray hair in my pubes, you damn better better believe it would be Brazilian all day, every day. I would deal with the itching, okay? Because I don't want to see it. Well, because my first husband was such a disgusting pervert of a, mm. of a pig of a husband <laughs> i literally yeah. had no pubic hair so <sighs> yeah you know after a while i would get bored of that personally i had like a thin pencil which was a you know yes which was pointless i'm like what, what, why do i even have this you know yeah well you don't what if, if you've learned anything it's that your body hair your problem you can do whatever you want with it you want full bush you want strip landing strip Lightning rod, heart shape, whatever you want to do. Bedazzle I the thing. Who cares? <laughs> what is that sound? Oh my god, it's hailing outside. <gasps> Weird. I thought it was the dog. I thought someone was in my backyard. I'm like, what the fuck? All right. Well, we should close. Yes. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Hope you had a great Valentine's Day or at least one that didn't suck. And we're past it now. So we can yes. start talking about other things. Thank God. Well, the Oscars are next week. We'll have to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Shit show. Oh, and briefly, yes. there is rumors that Lady Gaga and her fiance broke up. Paula, we are talking about all of this next week. Okay, I, cannot I cannot wait. I know, me too. We are, I, I love it when we're right. I just love it when we're right. I knew something was going to... I just. Oh, my God. I, I could see it brewing. We all saw it. That's why they've been separated since the, the, the incident in Las Vegas. That yeah, was just a little, that was a bridge too far. We all knew it. Yeah, all of us. It PR, was. PR schmear. Yeah, cool. it just, it did go too far. So anyways, so I think that's a wrap and we will see you next Wednesday. Have a good rest of your weekend and early week and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.